0: Well, lavarme, tengo los manos, Alejandro. <laughs> Wash your hands, Alejandro. I was trying to say what they say for the monorail.
1: Por favor, manténganse los manos de, de la puertas.
0: I knew that you would know that.
1: Did we take you on a monorail?
0: No, we never did. Well, also, the monorails are pretty sketchy. Like, I didn't want my kid to, like, die.
1: I know. It seems very They're terrifying.
0: The doors will open up for no reason.
1: Remember when you almost died on a monorail?
0: Yeah, I was stuck on one for like 15 minutes at like midnight. That was bad. It was awful. Bad. All right. You ready? Sure. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world. Under the sea of bare necessities, you got a friend to me because I'm fun and fancy free. With you on my arm, people won't know what to do. Say I want to be like you, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2. Girl, I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe. Hello, and welcome to episode 56 of Mirror with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew.
1: I'm your other host, Zara Agnew.
0: And Theo was not with us right now.
1: He's taking a nap, so we are sneaking in a little podcast.
0: Exactly. Today, we will be talking about Enneagram numbers and what Disney characters are what Enneagram number.
1: We will get into that in a minute, but if you are a new listener, welcome. We are a couple from Dallas, Texas, who loves all things Disney, and we like pop culture things, and we like coffee, and we like sleeping babies.
0: Yes, we do. Shout out to being parents right now.
1: It's pretty great. We Yes, we're new And parents. by right
0: now, I mean always because our lives have forever changed. 24-7. And it's pretty great. Yeah, so we live in, in, in Dallas. We, we like watching TV and movies whenever we can, but we especially love Disney.
1: We do. So today we are... Embarking on a challenge, Michael has been waiting for this episode for so
0: long. For weeks and weeks and weeks, I have had this note in in my note app burning a figurative hole in my pocket. Because I've been wanting to discuss and dig deep into what Enneagram numbers different Disney characters are. But before we do that, we need to give a fan shout out.
1: Fan shout out.
0: So Zara... Who is the fan shout-out for this episode? All
1: right. It is somebody, one of two people, who commented on your post about our last podcast, the Father's Day Disney Dads
0: episode. Yo, I, I won't lie. I feel pretty good about that episode. If you have not listened to that episode, high-quality content right there.
1: I enjoyed it. I like, I like to visit the Disney Dads, but... Um. This person is Kaiju Cody, and he said, "As long as Moana's dad ain't on this list, you are good." So, ooh, hot take.
0: So, Cody Cameron is not just an ordinary person; he is the husband to Bailey Cameron, aka Who is probably Unicorn Dreaming,
1: one of our number one fans out there. Exactly, which we
0: love and appreciate. But I think this might be Cody's first time commenting on a post, which I think is so. exciting.
1: I know. So in his bio, it says he's a videographer, editor, and writer from Sacramento. And he started to appreciate photography a bit more. And he loves using this app, a.k.a. Instagram. Okay. Nice. That's pretty cool.
0: Um, Wait, he's a videographer and, and writer? Well, oh, that that's kind of legit. So what
1: should his nickname be?
0: All right. I... Do find it interesting that he is a huge hater of Tui, Moana's dad. So does Tui need to be in there? Does it need to be something about Sacramento? About him being a videographer? What what what, so many what are your ways, thoughts right now?
1: There's so many ways we could go with this. I'm also thinking something that has to do with unicorns. Oh boy. Like a mythical animal. But that's too much.
0: It needs to be like Chewy for Tui. Oh. But it's like, but the word needs to be like, whenever you hate something. So what rhymes with tooey? Patootie. Pachooey. Ooey gooey? Toffee cake? All right. So what if his name is ooey gooey, I hate tooey? Oh my gosh. That's a long one, but that is a it's long pretty one. good. So Cody, ooey gooey, I hate tooey. Cameron, <laughs> welcome to the family. You're the fam. Heck yes. All right, now it's time to dive deep into some Enneagrams. All right, so I'm going to give just a small basic rundown of the Enneagrams. Rule number one is if you are a professional Enneagram person, I'm breaking every single rule. All right, so the Enneagram is a personality
1: test quiz just like see
0: it. So it's not really like a quiz or a test because yeah, like the Myers-Briggs, you you can take a 50 question test. But the big thing about the enneagram is that it's told orally. So for work, I work at I work at a church, and our staff thought it would be cool if we had um, a training on the enneagram. So from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m., there was lunch provided. Thank thankfully, um, we had a six hour training seminar on the enneagram, and this lady walked through every single enneagram number. There are nine different numbers. She spent like 30 minutes on each number. And then after you hear about each number, you can assess which number you think that you are.
1: Did you feel like it was easy for you to assess
0: and put
1: yourself in it? more than any – I
0: think more than – there were probably 50 people in that room. And I identified with my number sooner than I think anyone else did just because like – so I am a – a um, enneagram nine, and everything that she said, I identified with, and I got like goosebumps. Like it was super, super, super weird. Um, now there were some people who like legitimately cried because, um, especially for like the enneagram number four, which is like this like um, emotional person that's always trying to like find where they fit into the world. Um, and those people are really artistic people. A-, a lot of actors are like number fours, but you have this kind of lifelong journey of not knowing where you fit in. So as she is explaining this, numerous number four started just weeping, crying in this room because they were like, whoa, you are like putting into words what I've always felt but mm-hmm. never known how to articulate. It, it's super weird.
1: So what do you think is like
0: the benefit of an enneagram? Do you think it's like
1: good that people should know their number? Like
0: what is the point of it? I think so for sure, especially in like a staff like working environment because people, yeah, just like the the lens that you view the world – everyone's is different and I think a a lot of times we think that um, how we see the world is how other people see it but like seeing what your number is and and I guess kind of figuring out hey this is why I think the way I think and also like you got me this book that was all about relationships and friendships and like relating with people who have different Enneagram numbers and it's been super helpful. Um, it's just, yeah. So one, me knowing who I am, but two, knowing how to relate and communicate with other people of different numbers. So with all of that said, if you, are, if you don't know a lot about the Enneagram um, and you are interested after this podcast, there is a great book that's called The Road Back to You, which is written by... Written by Ian Cron and uh, Suzanne Stabile. Cool thing about Suzanne Stabile is that her daughter was the one who taught this class that I went to. So um, I recommend this book. And then Zara got me a book. And it's a green book. And what's the the name of it, Zara?
1: The Path Between Us and Enneagram Journey to Healthy Relationships.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that one is like once you know your number, figuring out how to relate to other people, the road back to you is – is like this goldish yellow book. And that, that kind of explains the, the different numbers. You read this book and then you can figure out which number you are. So, yeah. So, if you don't know the Enne- the Enneagrams, maybe this will make sense to you. I hope that it does. If you do enjoy the Enneagrams, don't get mad at us because second big rule of the Enneagram is not to identify other people. And I'm breaking two rules. So, we are, yes, basically um, – classifying Disney characters by their Enneagram number.
1: I don't think these fictional
0: characters will care. Hopefully though. they won't get their feelings hurt, but people take the Enneagram very seriously. So we will say something. We're some just trying to keep it lighthearted and fun. Like, okay? we won't agree with, but it, it it's okay. It's just for fun. Just let us know. Yeah. DM us and give us some feedback, and maybe you can be our next episode's fan shout-out. Maybe so. All right, we had to take a little break because Theo is in this room with us, and Zeri just starts dying laughing, and I look around and it's because the has wrapped himself up in in his blanket as if he is a burrito and it was the cutest thing ever. I just posted about it on our story.
1: He's adorable and, and now he's making lots of he's noises. Making noises. So who
0: knows if we when we will be able to finish this episode or how much noises he is going to make. So, as I said, the Enneagram has nine different numbers, and I'm going to explain each number, give like a one sentence thing, and then give like three or four different characters who I think the numbers match up for.
1: We can talk about it. Yeah.
0: Are you ready? Yeah. So the Enneagram number one is the perfectionist. All right. The big thing about this number is that they have this inner voice that is kind of like the Jiminy cricket voice, but it's like this critical feedback. So En- Enneagram number ones, they're like highly principled individuals. Uh, they have a very strong sense of right and wrong. And so whenever they do something that that's wrong, they have this inner voice that's just like kind of honestly like berating them, telling them that like they messed up, that they aren't good enough. And at nighttime, they just like can't go to sleep because they like go through their day and think about all of the things that they messed up about.
1: Oh, that sounds horrible.
0: It sounds like the worst way to live your life, but there's people like that. But also there's a lot of people who are very successful driven people. And it's because of that inner voice that they have that they are so successful. Hmm. Also, the Enneagram is not really like geared towards the positive aspects of you. It's kind of geared towards like the things that. Are wrong about you or like things that you desire because like it's easy to identify with those things so it's it might sound a little pessimistic but it's like an interesting way of like doing this so my first person who i think is a perfectionist mary poppins oh yeah for sure practically perfect in every way
1: do you think when she goes to sleep at night she's like looking back at her day thinking whoa
0: what did i do wrong Uh, yes. I say, yeah, 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 yeah. that So ones and threes, which we will get to, are very similar. um But one of the big differences is, like, yeah, this, like, inner voice person. And they're focused more on just being perfect for being perfect's sake, not because they want to, like, achieve a status. And I think that Mary Poppins, at her core, just knows what is right and wrong and wants everyone else to abide by those standards. Okay. Yes. Um... Number two, Zazu. Ooh. He
1: does seem very perfectionist. Like, yes. he has to like be the one on the schedule, probably. Like, he has the itinerary. He wants uh, Nala and Simba to just like always be doing what he says. Yes. But they don't because they're little lion cubs. But yes, he. I feel like probably, yeah, like a lot of assistants are this. Like, they want to keep.
0: Things in order and in check, order.
1: yeah. Um, always going with their
0: game plan. So Sebastian, I have as a different number, okay, because I think that Sebastian and Zazu are similar, mm-hmm. but all, also different. Okay, all right. Um, also this is someone that I know people identify with, and I bet this person El- Elsa could be four different numbers, like. Just because her character is, like, is so deep. Yes. But I think that a reason that she could have been hiding in her room was because, like, she didn't think that she was good enough. And that's why she, like, ran away. Because she's just, like, kind of, like, gets down on herself and um, wants to be perfect. Wants to meet everyone's standard and, like, expectations for her life. So I I might say Elsa a couple of times because I'm not 100% sure where she fits in.
1: I mean, she's like a really good character to kind yeah. of dissect because they give you so
0: much like there's a lot of meat on her bones,
1: you know what I'm yes. saying? Like she
0: I mean, there are a lot of people who struggle with, like, mental health, like, depression and anxiety. She is a role model for, like, those type of people. Whoa. Um, Be thinking that really, like, not necessarily that it's this inner voice, but that she has this, like, depression that she is, like, struggling with. That just got really deep. I know. I don't think I ever would have thought of that. But there's – I have talked to numerous people who, like, will say that. Whoa. So – Okay. All right. Number two. Number twos are called helpers. All right. These are people um, they love to support and take care of other people. Mm. They love serving. They love making people feel loved and appreciated and supported. So their biggest fear is being unwanted and that their biggest desire is to feel loved. Do you think
1: this... Did Suzanne talk about this, like this sways more towards women, like this specific number?
0: I believe so, yes. Yeah, that Um, makes sense. And especially in like older women, because just like the culture of like, of like American culture in like the 70s and 80s is that women were these like domestic housewives cooking and cleaning, doing these different things. But I think that that is something that, society put on a lot of people rather than that being who they are at their core all right um so that's just kind of like a deeper interesting thing um twos and nines are very similar people um twos all right so like let's say me you and your cousin hunter Mm -hmm. all right i don't know what hunter's number is actually i do and it's not a two because we talked about this one time oh um but let's say me you and hunter so i am a nine and if and if you say hey after church where are we going to lunch yes and you say olive garden yes but i want red lobster sure all right but hunter wants cc's Mm. all right as as a nine i am willing to to be like, yeah, like my opinions don't matter as much. So by the time that we get to Olive Garden, I have changed my mind, and I'm like, wait, actually, I don't want Red Lobster. I think Olive Garden would be good. So, so it's so not. You're saying I win. So yeah, so like basically nines are peacemakers, and they um, are willing to just go with the flow. Whereas, what would a two do? Whereas twos, twos would also give up their desires to um, eat at. Like, Hunter would give up CCs to eat at Olive Garden, but secretly, he is not mad, but he is giving that up because he wants to please you and make you happy, mm. whereas I give up Red Lobster because I think that your ways are just better than, than my ways, mm. and I don't want to cause conflict. Okay. So, it's like an interesting thing. Pasta. So, number twos, no one personifies this to me more than Snow White.
1: Okay. Taking care of everybody, cleaning the house, maybe not getting a thank you, but just wanting to just be the caretaker.
0: Yeah, she basically shows up. She finds these like seven dwarves and her role instantly becomes taking care of them, supporting them, um, cleaning up, cooking for them, making them feel happy.
1: Random example, Giselle. The um, Amy Adams character. Okay. Um, do you know the movie I'm talking about?
0: Enchanted? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Do you think she like she likes to clean? Confession. And-
0: I've only seen Enchanted like one time and Ugh. I don't really remember even what it's about. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's a pretty big thing to just drop on episode 56 of this podcast. Um, but yeah, en- Enchanted. Some people love that movie. Are there
1: any Enchanted fans out there?
0: Oh, lots of Enchanted fans. There like, is a song from Enchanted I know, I that, like that a it. lot of people I like that movie. have in like their top three favorite Disney songs. Whoa. Yes. Is it yes. the
1: slow one so close to reaching that famous happy end?
0: I guess so. I don't fully Or know.
1: the How Do You Know
0: That You Love Her? Wait, those are both from from that movie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I think you need to rewatch this. Interesting, It's All a right. good movie. So I had at one time Cinderella as a number two, but I switched her to be a number nine. Okay. Because while, yes, she does do like household chores and like cleaning and like supporting, um, I think that she is doing that not because she really wants to love and feel wanted well, for by, sure. by her stepmother and her evil stepsisters, but because she doesn't want to cause conflict. And so she just does it. To make it easier hmm, okay. and not be at war with them. Sure. All right. Minnie Mouse. I could, could be. I feel like she could be. Because like she puts up with a lot of shenanigans. She does. And she's kind of like the glue that holds everything together. So loving. Yes.
1: Like I just feel like that's her just being loving.
0: All right. So number three is called the performer. So different than the perfectionist. But, but the performer, they care about status and are concerned with with what others think about them, so their deepest desire is to feel val to feel valuable and worthwhile, and their greatest fear is of being worthless. All right, so th- so these are people that status matters. Um, a lot of threes actually are kind of like a um, chameleon, where where they will change how they interact with other people um, based on wanting to fit in and and like wanting to like achieve something like in that friend group so i think nobody nobody is more image conscious than our homie aladdin okay so aladdin's whole thing is that he doesn't want to be a be a street rat i think on the inside he knows that jasmine loves him but he thinks hey jasmine won't marry someone who isn't royalty who isn't a king so he has to perform and like become his image and like change his image To fit in, like, with Jasmine and, like, fit in, like, with, like, her culture.
1: Yes. He's one person to his street rat homies, Annaboo. Another person to Jasmine. It's Kind of, like, putty, clay. He is changing who he is.
0: Yes. Um, I would say a very unhealthy three in the same movie, Jafar. Whoa! Because Jafar... Okay, so from the movie and and the musical, which we talked about last episode, um, we hear a lot more about the character development of of Jafar. And, yeah, that he basically was similar to Aladdin, didn't have anything, was a street rat, and he rose to be the Sultan's, like, right-hand man. All right. Next person, Buzz Lightyear. I have a lot of threes.
1: Okay. So, Buzz— I think in Disney there's just a lot of image contrast characters
0: i think so well yeah like i think that yeah like buzz is trying to um be buzz lightyear protector of like this whole galaxy and whenever he finds out that he can't really fly like his his identity has been in being this person he just like has this breakdown because he worked so hard to like achieve the status and then that status wasn't what he thought that it was which is kind of deep and interesting. I think a healthy three is Tiana. And so Tiana is someone that status is like important, but she also um, does so in, in like a healthy, loving way. So yes, there are healthy threes and like unhealthy threes. So there's like healthy versions of like all of these where like you can have these characteristics to like bad extremes or like good extremes. Okay. Um, Mushu?
1: Maybe, yes. He's all about his image and wants people to see him as this, like, big bad dragon. Yeah. In reality, you know, he's just, like, this little tiny dragon. But he, I think, tries to be funny to, like, compensate and, like, change his, his image and personality. Yeah. So I,
0: I can kind of see that fit. All right. Do you want to keep going? Sure. All right. Fours are called romantics. Hmm. All right. A lot of actors are fours. All right, so fours feel like this is like honestly the most um, depressing number of all of them to me. And I know a couple of uh, of fours, but but fours feel like they have no identity. So their deepest desire is to find themselves and their personal significance. All right, so basically fours, their whole life is like this roller coaster of emotions. And healthy fours are like really unique individuals um, that like you know like um, a lot of artists a lot of actors a lot of creative people are fours i
1: felt are, like you were gonna say Olaf for some reason
0: um you're no. like a lot of and i was like a no Olaf? sorry i think Olaf might might be a seven okay. but well let's see i think that elsa could definitely be a four so this whole emotional um she's definitely an emotional roller coaster yes 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 um so yeah i think that my two biggest ones for her, yeah, were either a four or a one. Um, or Ariel, I have two numbers for Ariel. One could be as a four. Yeah, like, her whole thing is, like, she doesn't know, like, what she wants. Does she want to, like, be on land? Does she want to be in the water, like, with her family? Um, she's always trying to, like, she doesn't – she knows that she doesn't fit into her family's culture. Yes. But she doesn't know why she doesn't fit in. Yes. Um. True. So, yeah. And also, I couldn't identify who Belle was. So, at first, I thought that Belle was a five, which she definitely could be. I think that that's, like, the easy thing. But also, um, Belle could be a four because she's like, I want so much more than what they got planned. Like, that's, like, in her, like, little, like, intro song. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that she, yeah, so, like, she stands out. So, like, in her city, reading books makes her stand out. Um, Yeah. So, boom. That's number four. Romantics.
1: Hmm. Belle definitely seems like a romantic.
0: Or Anna could also be a four. No. She's a pretty romantic person.
1: Yeah, she is. But no, she's too zany and crazy. And I, I feel like she All knows right. who she is. All right,
0: fine. She, she's a seven. Okay. I just wanted to like throw that out there. Nope. No, no, no. All no. right. Fine, fine, fine. All right. Number fives. I finally figured out some some people for this. I don't think that the Disney uni- universe has a lot of these people. And fives are the observers, all right? So very knowledge-based people. Their biggest fear is of being useless or helpless or not knowing information in, like, a situation. And so they have, like, this huge drive to basically accumulate large amounts of, of knowledge and information So that they always know what is going on at all times. Hmm. So they're very like cerebral, perceptive, analytical people. So number five, as I said, could be Belle. Like she loves reading. She loves gathering information. Between four and five, Zara. I just explained both of these numbers. Would you say that Belle is someone who is just wants to like, who is like an introverted gathering information type of person? Or is she someone that um, just wants more? I think she's someone who wants more. To me, she's not introverted. She's not afraid to speak her mind Ooh, also. Yeah, true, true, um, true. So. All right. Um, next person, Jane from Tarzan and Jane. Ooh. Well, I guess Tarzan. But yeah, so um, Jane obviously um, is in the jungle trying to gather information and figure stuff out. And then, my last one, for number five, Alice from Alice in Wonderland, Ooh, interesting, so those are my I feel three. like there's gotta be more people that we just can't think of, okay, fine, so like I thought of like the of like the owl from like Winnie the Pooh
1: information, but, but based? Yeah, yeah, he
0: was like a random, so I just couldn't think through or I couldn't figure out more number fives,
1: okay. We can circle back to that one. All
0: right. We are going to to take a break and hang out with Theo and then come back. All right, Zara. So now it's time for number sixes. Tell me about six. The Enneagram number six is called The Loyalist. And at the seminar that I went to, supposedly like 40% of Americans would be sixes, but they're just not honest about it. And sixes, the thing that they like the most is stability so they fear being without support or guidance they are loyal brave and they just like feeling safe okay so um someone like that we just saw toy story 4 yes we did and this whole movie is about woody and how woody needs to have i guess i'm trying not to spoil like too much but he wants like know like what his role is and like he likes having a child that he can like be there like for and so Woody, to me, is a pretty good number six because he is very loyal. You got a friend Extremely. in me. Like, like, I am your friend.
1: That's actually a really good
0: example. Yeah. Um, Mulan. Ooh. All right. Because she is all about, yeah, like loyalty to her family. Her country. Um, yes.
1: Her compadres.
0: This is where I put Sebastian at. Ooh. So Sebastian versus Zazu. So they're both, you know, like they're both the like right hand people um, or Sebastian creatures. seems
1: less like type A, less perfectionist. Yeah, I agree. He seems pretty loyal.
0: Yeah. And so Sebastian, I, I think, is just more nervous, scared, trying to always um, stabilize situations. Have things stay. Yeah. As mm-hmm. like the status quo. Mm-hmm. Don't like buck the system. OK, so supposedly the people that like walk into a, there, there are people that will rock, walk into a room and immediately just in their mind go through like, where are the emergency exits or they sit like at what tables the worst case scenario so that is. They can see the entrance door in case like a shooter comes in. That's just not me. Not me either. I've I never am,
1: thought about that. No.
0: Yeah. Um, part of me at times has thought that you are a six, but I think we have identified that you are a nine just like me. I think so. Yeah, I but,
1: I can see like p- pieces of myself in this, but not sure. like the whole thing.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, not necessarily like the fearful part, but just like the stability, like stability part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, numbers. So sevens are called the enthusiasts. Okay. All right, uh, and these are playful, high spirited, uh, scattered, undisciplined people. People with ADD. Um, seven's deepest desire is to have their needs met and, and their greatest fear is being deprived or suffering. So basically they never want to suffer. So if something bad happens, then like in their mind, they'll kind of like reorient their bad situation and, and look at it in like a positive way. Hmm. People that suffer like with like addictions are a lot of times sevens because they're always looking for like the good things in life. And like, if they experience a bad thing, they just ignore it. Because they don't want to like feel pain. Hmm. So I feel
1: like there's a little bit of that in us too, maybe. Um, a little bit.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so I mean
1: who really wants to feel pain?
0: Exactly. Besides no sense twisted weird people. Do you know who is the epitome of this? Peter Pan. Ooh. He just always wants to stay a boy. Yes. Always wants to just do his own thing. Yes. Like not be, be young an forever. adult. Escape all of the responsibilities and just boringness of life.
1: Kid forever.
0: Yes. Um, I think Ariel could, could be this because Ariel seemingly some big major things happen in her life. And um, so she just like, she's like, oh, wait, I just randomly saw this dude named Eric and I have fallen in love and, and I'm willing to give up everything to like pursue this dude that I've met for like five seconds. Uh, kind of stupid. Slightly scatterbrained. So then she goes to this really scary sea octopus lady. And she signs away her voice all for – so it's just she, – she she doesn't think through. She's not very rational. She just kind of, like, looks at the, the bright picture of, like, what could be. Okay. Someone else like this, Anna. Ooh. She's very joyful, very scatterbrained,
1: very fun-loving, all about people. Doesn't think through her actions and consequences when she – Is getting with Hans. Um, Things get a little crazy. Correct.
0: Um, Hans, probably a number six. Hmm. Thoughts on that? Just like a chill dude. He was totally cool uh, collecting ice and... and, uh, Now you mean Kristoff. Oh, gosh dang it. Yes, Kristoff. Hans is like a... Awful. Whatever the evilest one is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. Manipulative. Yeah, Hans would be a three because he just wanted the status of being, oh, a, being a king. He's
1: for sure a three. Yeah.
0: And he was willing to put on masks and not be his true self. Oh my god, this to is like what he wanted. The best example of Boom. that, actually. Sorry. So I meant Kristoff is, is a six and just hangs out with Sven. Yeah, I think so. And then so I said that Tiana was was also a 3 except for she was a good 3 not like an evil villain 3. She mm-hmm. just was someone who like worked hard yes. um and like was performing but Prince Naveen also a number 7.
1: So these are like really charming like yes. people pleasing people.
0: Yes. I think that um some people might think that I am I am a seven because I'm definitely not very disciplined. Um, Can be I, scatterbrained. I am definitely scatterbrained. Have like um, ADD. I like being creative. So a lot yes. of creative people are number sevens. Mm-hmm. But um, I I wouldn't say that I that my desire is to not feel pain. That like number sevens, their desire is is to not feel pain. Mm-hmm. Nines is 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 you just don't want conflict. You don't want like tension in mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. All right. Number eights. Mm-hmm. These are super interesting people to me. All right. Okay. Number number eights are called the challengers. All right. So they fear being controlled or um, being harmed by other people. Hmm. So, so basically to not be controlled by other people, they preemptively try to take control and like take charge. They're in of, charge of, of like any situation at all times. And like with any people, they are assertive and very self-confident. Hmm. So whereas like nines hate all conflict yes eights look forward to conflict.
1: They're pretty like aggressive. Yes.
0: So this lady who um, was teaching this class, she is an eight so Whoa. she loves conflict and her husband is, I can't even imagine and her husband is a nine and he avoids all conflict. Whoa, that's a, so that's weird. She said that if we are driving in like a target parking lot and all of a sudden we see two cars about to collide into each other because one is backing up and doesn't see this other car. She says, my husband will hide his face in his shirt because he is just like terrified of what is about to happen. And she says, "In me, my heart starts beating faster because I get excited because I might be able to see an accident and conflict will arise. Oh my gosh. Which which is super interesting. And I am the master of of hiding my face in my shirt.
1: You do it at all tense moments in every TV show. Yes. You're just like, oh, time to hide.
0: So someone like this, a challenger... We are in the season of Aladdin with with the musical and watching the live action remake. And Jasmine, to me, is (gasps) the assertive challenger. She's very assertive. She has no problem telling Aladdin to his face um, what she thinks of him. She stands up to Jafar. She stands up to her dad.
1: She stands up to the guards in the marketplace. Like, literally, I feel like you're right. Every turn she makes, she's looking... For conflict, looking for a fight almost. Like maybe she's been sick of her like locked away lifestyle and she's like the conflict. Yeah. At least provides some diversion and excitement in her otherwise just like picture perfect cookie cutter palace lifestyle. Correct.
0: Um, I think a lot of villains can also be number eights. I mm-hmm. think like Gaston. Yes. Probably a number eight. He
1: takes control. He's assertive. He wants you to know that he's like the macho man in charge
0: yes he's like bell i'm literally going to make you my wife like yes. you have no option oh man that's scary all right um ursula i could see that ursula might be like a three so i i think threes and eights are kind of confusing for me yeah
1: i'm like three, is three more is, manipulative three
0: yeah so like eight just doesn't like being controlled three i think eight's just more aggressive
1: like Three's more manipulative, like sneaky, aggressive.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, but, but, but yeah, threes just want to always be valued, and like that's what they they are seeking the status, mm-hmm. and like the yeah the status of that rather than like the power control mm. of
1: that. status versus power. Yeah, so mm. they want
0: like the limelight, and eights want the the power.
1: I think Ursula wants the power. All right, boom. From her creepy. Scene where she's just at the end with the crown on, she's like,
0: Correct. I think a lot of presidents or like a lot of CEOs, a lot of people in charge just are eights like people that are willing to handle conflict and just because it takes
1: a lot for this next number or like maybe some other numbers. Um, was it twos that are like the helper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes a lot for those less dominant personalities to be in charge to like yes to say as a nine
0: and as someone who is in charge of right now 10 other people or more than that
1: me as a retail manager i'm not like the loudest most assertive controlling type of person but i still have to be the person in charge all
0: right so number nines are called the mediator all right me and zara are both these numbers so i got a lot of notes on these um but basically at our at a nine's core is, is um, they want just to avoid conflict, all right, and avoid tension in any area, whether that's relationships or work life or anything like that. So nines will kind of forget their own personal views to, so that they don't disrupt the harmony of the people that they are around, all right? you want to hear some things that I starred in, in my Enneagram notebook? Tell me everything. About nines? Uh, yeah, so so nines, nothing matters that much anyway. Like, I think about that all the time where, like, I'm like, I don't think, besides Jesus, I don't think that there's a single, like, opinion, belief that I have that is big enough for, for me to, like, argue with somebody.
1: I feel like we look at the big, big picture and are like, okay, does this, like, really matter in the scheme of things? Like, just doing, like, I think of certain things in my job. I'm like, just doing this this certain way does it like really matter if i do it a little bit different than this other person like not really
0: yes um so hakuna matata the it means no worries that is like our life motto so obviously love saying that i think that timon and pumbaa probably number nines i 100 percent honestly i'm trying to i've been trying to i think this through is simba a number nine because he, he runs away from conflict. Because, yes, because as like a little, as as a little kid, he said I can't wait to be king. So so I think that there was some hunger within him for status, for power.
1: Does do, did Suzanne say something like how trauma can like Oh shoot. mess this up yes, because obviously 100%. he went through an extremely traumatic circumstance and that could have temporarily change his number or actually changed his number to somebody who from someone who wanted the limelight wanted yeah. was yeah. ready to take over to oh man i went through this trauma i am now just want to be a peacemaker a mediator i just want to not seek the limelight
0: yes that definitely happens she also said um really before the age of like 15 not to like die or not to like she didn't recommend number. like yeah. doing that for kids because yeah, you change as you grow up. True. So maybe yeah, that's Kid true. Simba seemed like that. But yeah, the idea that yes, he ran away and then he was so content. Like dude was just chilling, had no desire to like go back to his family, anything like that. Cause it was all Hakuna Matata. Nala comes back. They have passionate love and he's still like, nah, I'm not sure. And then eventually he goes for it.
1: takes a lot of convincing.
0: Yeah. Also, things about nines, just in case any, anyone here here cares. While we don't share our opinions, we are passive-aggressively very stubborn. All right? Because I really... Yes. Because I won't tell you what yes. I think my opinion is. But I want to tell you, but I, but want I don't. To, and I still think that my opinion is right. It's like, whenever Zara... Or, yeah, so if we are in like a situation, and it's raining, and she's like, Michael... Use this umbrella. I hate having umbrellas. Like I feel like a wimp. And so I will not it's Better take than an getting umbrella, soaking wet. And then it starts pouring rain. And she's like, Michael, for real, get underneath this umbrella. It's pouring rain. And I'm like, nope, I'm sticking by my opinion. And it's really stupid and it doesn't make sense. But that's just w- what I do. Confession I don't time. do that.
1: I can't think of a situation where I've done something like that. But I, I probably have. But you do that a lot.
0: Yeah, nines also don't trust their abilities that people see nines better than they see themselves. Like me, like I just think that I'm probably like also a thing about nines is that they are a jack of all trades, but but a master of none. So like I, I think that I'm like average at like a lot of stuff, but I'm not great necessarily at, at anything. And I think that there's other people in, in my life that have higher opinions of me than I have for myself. For
1: sure there are. So. Like me.
0: Sure, Yes. 100%. Also, nines miss one-third of everything that is said, and they also have ADD. So I identify with that a ton.
1: I don't identify with that as much because I do feel like I'm a pretty good listener. Um, Definitely more so better than you are. So I don't know if that's like a girl-guy thing or just like uh, I'm mostly a nine, but then there's like some parts of me that aren't because I, I feel like I'm a good listener and maybe not as much a
0: jack-of-all-trades. I don't know. I would... Well, yeah, I think that you are good at, yeah, like a lot of stuff. Our running joke is is that you don't necessarily love goals. You just kind of like. Oh, I hate goals. You you are just like living life and not necessarily dreaming of like what could be. right? And I think that that's a very nine thing. I just want to live my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I do love goals. Um, But one of the things that I like triple starred in, in my notebook is how people are flummoxed Whenever you express your opinions and don't know how to respond because you never give your because you never give your opinion yes. and like once you do people are like caught off guard and recently I've been throwing I've been like work's been kind of weird so I've been giving some weird hot takes and you and I feel like you have been kind of flummoxed with how to uh, help me process yes sure all right so back to the dissing characters that was enough of us talking about nines um, Simba. I I think so. Could be. All right? Pocahontas. Ooh, Her whole thing is peacemaker. being a peacemaker. Yes. All right? Totally. Are you ready for this one? This one is still technically a Disney character, but okay. Kermit the Frog. So, <laughs> Miss Piggy is like over the moon, like in love with him. Uh-huh. And he's just like not is she, willing to fully cut that off is
1: she an eight like a controlling Ooh, domineering def, take charge person definitely okay
0: yeah that's what i thought
1: great call and then kermit like she overshadows him for everything yes and but he wants to make peace with all the muppets i yes. see that i yeah. see
0: that yeah um yeah so nines are definitely like yeah like nines and twos are kind of like the glue that can hold the group together Two is because they are just willing to sacrifice Mm -hmm. nines because they just kind of identify like with everybody. Yeah. And then Cinderella, which I kind of said earlier. I don't think that her role was necessarily that she wanted to help out her family, Mm -hmm. like her like evil stepmom, but that she didn't want to have conflict. So that's why she did what she did.
1: Maybe she felt like she wasn't brave enough. Yeah, like that's that's why maybe nines don't see themselves in as good of a light as other people do. They think they're not brave enough. They're not good enough. They're not a strong enough leader. But when in reality, they probably are.
0: Yes. All right. So I, I went on Instagram and I posted before recording this some um, um, different Disney characters of what people thought their Enneagram numbers were. So I'm going to say a few. All right. So our friend Isaac Harris um, said three Emperor's New Groove characters. He actually didn't like give us a number that he thought. I think he wanted us to establish what we think that they are. Okay. So So, you said Cusco. So, yeah. So like you do love Emperor's New Groove. Oh, I love it. All right. So Cusco number seven. Mm -hmm. All right. Just like, yeah, pretty simple. Kronk. What do we think Kronk is? He's chill, he
1: goes with the flow. He could be a helper, honestly. I
0: think that he might be a, a helper. He yes. loves
1: being the sidekick. He loves helping Isma with everything, whether it's like finding the best restaurant, um, carrying her on his back yes, yes. to get them
0: where they need to go. I
1: him thinking too.
0: All right. Um, and then Isma, probably a number eight. Oh evil wants power for sure so i would say yeah that like a lot of whether they are villains or heroes like kings kind of like king triton um those people are number eights and the sidekicks or the henchmen are probably twos or for the most part yeah yeah twos maybe some sixes because they're fearful Mm. um maybe some nines because they don't want to give their opinion but they think but so so they just kind of go with that flow um erica shannon she is uh she is someone that i know loves the enneagram i think she was the first person that ever talked to me about the enneagram she said bell is a five facts she gave ariel an eight which i think is a bad hot take erica um i don't think that ariel is someone that like necessarily like, takes charge i think now she's a seven she said that anna is probably a a seven which we did agree with okay she said elsa four which we did which i did okay say could, so these are pretty on the nose could be a thing um she said snow white could could be a one which i, d- I disagree with Mm-mm. bad number two well she then followed up with snow white is a two then she asked what is moana
1: <gasps> all right so that's a hard one she said
0: moana she said seven question mark or a three question mark or it could be like an 8. Because she's power hungry. Well, yeah, cuz she's willing to like um challenge her dad's authority that like she thinks that her opinion is the best one and she's willing to, to like go for it.
1: But is that what is deep down in her heart of hearts?
0: I don't know. Her desire might be to help people. Because she wanted uh, So you saying she's a two? Maybe. She's an enigma. I don't know. I don't think it's a three because I don't think she was wanting status. No. Seven just wants to be spontaneous. Uh, Yeah. I I feel like she has more more depth than like Anna or Ariel. I agree. So I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe an eight. Maybe a two.
1: Maybe an eight. She seems pretty hard-headed.
0: Yeah. All right. Deal. Well, that's all that we got. Oh, wait, sorry. And also your friend Katie Lynn, um, or our friend Katie Lynn, um, gave quite a lot. So Peter Pan as a seven, Wendy as a two, mm-hmm. okay? Sure. Tink as an unhealthy eight. Oh, totally. Yes. Um, then Hook as a three. Th- those are good. I agree with all of those. Great those job, are really Katie good. Lynn. All right, boom. So that's our en- 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 Enneagram Disney deep dive Zara do you have any final thoughts it's just that this was very interesting and it's
1: hard to categorize fictional characters but I think we did a pretty good job
0: yeah so if any of you are like Enneagram lovers um DM us give us some more resources and uh I'm I'm hoping that we can like kind of make this like a do a lot of social media engagement on this because I know a lot of people are interested in the Enneagram
1: it's pretty cool
0: All right. You ready for some marriage moment?
1: Marriage moment.
0: So we celebrated our anniversary last weekend. Six years. Six whole years. It's pretty wild. It's pretty great. We have known each other for almost 10 years. In August, it will be 10 years. So there was no better way for us to celebrate six years of blissful matrimony than seeing Toy Story 4.
1: We have been waiting for it to come out. Um, This is probably Michael's favorite Disney franchise. I'm just going to say that it for sure is. And I I like it too. Uh, I don't
0: know. My hot take, best film series of all time. It's really good. Just hands down, like from top to bottom.
1: I liked the last one. I don't know what I was expecting for this one really. I mean, I had seen the commercials and I would seen Forky and Forky honestly seemed a little annoying to me. And I was like, why is he necessary? But yo. This movie was so good. For
0: he was so much better than I expected so him much better. to be. I would say I was extremely confused on why they made Toy Story Four. Yes. Because three was perfect.
1: Good ending. It wrapped it up with a bow. We felt good about the characters. Super where they emotional. Were at. Yes. yes,
0: like yes, like I felt like it was just like a great stopping point. And a lot of times movies are done like in three. So like the trilogy, like I wouldn't say that there's really any or very many good four movie series that like Star Wars is set up in threes. Mm-hmm. All right, um, the Godfather set up in threes. I guess Harry Potter would be different.
1: That's like a bajillion movies. Yeah, so. but yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, so like even though Star Wars, yes, like Star Wars has n- will have nine movies. It's set up in like in like the first three, and then like the prequel. The, hu- the Hunger Games. Yeah, Hunger Games. Sure. Yes. Um, so a lot of things are done in three. So the idea that they did a fourth one soup, super, super weird. And we will be spoiling this movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry. Fast forward. Fast ahead. forward. But we just I, want to talk about I it. I will say I, I recommend it. It was just as good as the other movies.
1: Definitely. Which I always liked it, it more.
0: Yeah. Going into it. I could not. Ooh, really? Yeah. Do you want to like on the spot, give your personal rankings? Whoa. <sighs>
1: Okay, sure. Oh, all right. Do it. Um, one first because okay. classic. Yeah. Duh. I'm going to say four. Wow. Three then two. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. That's great.
1: I liked it so much.
0: I, for a while, always kind of said that two was kind of like the short stick. And I recently saw most of, most of episode two. It's so good. Like, that's where Jesse and Bullseye, like, come from. I
1: think that's the best part. I mean, they're, like, yeah.
0: obviously the standout
1: characters from that The Prospector, um, movie. what a plot twist. That was a really big plot twist. Um, but you kind of have less action in that one. You have Woody set apart from the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. And Woody really shines when he's part of a crew, when he's, like, the dude in charge, like we were talking about with his personality. And so in this one, he you know is is not at his best he's not in a position to be in leadership and shine like he tries to kind of take control and leadership of jesse the prospector in bullseye yeah, but yeah. it doesn't really work out as well as you would think so that's why i think number two is not as great because then you have all the rest of the cast by themselves kind of left to their own devices yeah. and they're kind of floundering lost like buzz tries to step up but
0: hot take about buzz all right. He was, because I ob- obviously say that Toy Story is my favorite Disney movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think Buzz is a f- more fun character than Woody, but Woody is just by far in a way the leading role of the Toy Story series. Yeah. That Buzz is just kind of like a bit character. That in like Toy Story 1, a lot of the movie, most of the movie, yeah, revolved around. Buzz and equally Woody like mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and then two, three and four. Mm-hmm. It's really Woody's show. Mm-hmm. And Buzz is just kind of there that they have. I feel like
1: especially in four.
0: Yeah. That like, they haven't like, we like barely saw They him. haven't like developed his character anymore. He, he like that. Well, this one, I love this one and how Buzz had the like inner, Monologue, Voice, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was super funny. And, that was and, his like
1: one standout and, thing yeah, and, that he and got,
0: it, and I thought was like played out very, very well. It did. But in three, there was like Buzz finding out that like Zerg is it is is like is his father, which was like the which was like the Star Wars riff. Uh, two or was it two? Or I like, think was it was three? two where
1: he became Spanish Buzz. Yes,
0: and like he had that love thing with Jesse, which I guess that they still have. Maybe no I don't fully know we didn't really
1: see a lot of that
0: so I I guess this is like deep spoiler so if you have not seen this movie but they basically leave Woody so like Toy Story 4 ends with Woody staying with Bo Peep which
1: again spoiler Bo Peep is like a huge part of this movie it's so crazy huge, huge part because uh, we kind of forgot about her like yeah. apparently I guess she wasn't in was she in two or three
0: I don't remember. I don't remember. Was she only in number one? I think that she might have been in number two. I don't think she was in number three. She's
1: been just a very... I mean, like a main character, like part of the main crew. But she was definitely like more of a minor character because she was, in reality, she was Molly's toy, Andy's sister. So she didn't like have all the same adventures that um, all the other toys had. But for number four, she comes back and... And she's like a main character as much as Woody is. Um, but she has like whole new yeah. persona, a whole new personality.
0: How much of that do you think is we are like in this age of female? Strong women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you would think that like Jesse would be that for people. But it was like Bo Peep. It was Came not, onto the scene. Yeah. And she became, yeah, like. It was very interesting. She I thought was, it was like Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Big plot twist. But with three sheep. Not expecting that. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, I thought that the dolly part. Um, Gabby, Gabby. Ga- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Gabby, Gabby, I thought was extremely interesting. Um, I wasn't about it in the beginning, but, like, whenever she finally gets that voice box and Woody gives her his voice box. Oh, my God. And then the girl still doesn't accept her. Oh, my gosh. Rocked, rocked my heart. So sad. It was good.
1: There's All- multiple moments where we yes. were crying, where we were like flat out, belly laughing. So many Zara highs po- and lows. Z-
0: Zara probably laughed more than anybody in the whole theater.
1: We cried within the first three minutes of yes. the movie. Well,
0: I just was so thankful that they played You Got a Friend in me. Yes. And in the beginning, that's my favorite song. I sing it to Theo. And watching that montage of like Andy playing me and like with Woody. It was so good and, because then, so this was, yes. this was the first movie that we have a kid. Yes. And so I'm watching this movie, not just from like my perspective of me kind of reflecting on, on like my own toys, like growing up. Cause that's how I have always like watched it. Now now I am thinking about how, oh, I'm starting to like, cry like right now, man. Um, <laughs> Theo's going to play with yeah, like, his how, like, Mickey toy. This, oh, or, gosh dang it, Zara. Know, man, we, We're cutting onions <laughs> oh, up in here. Oh, 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 boy. But
1: he already has like a special relationship with some of his toys. And it's just like so cute. Yeah, to yeah. think of him growing up and having make-believe adventures with his toys. Like you wanted to immediately go out. Yes. And buy him a Woody or a Buzz or something.
0: Yeah, I But they don't I, really make baby versions. I went to Target and they yeah, they had like a semi plush Woody, but it was like he so he was still so kind of plasticky and Theo just loves swinging toys around and smacking his smacking his face with them. Soft so toys are I try still to give him soft toys cuz else he'll just have, have to huge wait bruises. till he's
1: a little bit older to introduce the whole Toy Story franchise and all the toys to him.
0: Yeah. So I would say that I would still go one, Toy Story 1, then 3. Whoa. 3 was so good. 3, three in all honesty, might, might, might be better than one But Don't say it. But I can't say that. Um, okay, 1, 3. And, and then I think 4, and then 2. Okay. But they're all like a Very. 9.5 or... Or, like, above. They're all genuinely so, so good. Just how they are able to, like, take these characters and characters that we've known for, like, a while and continue having us invest in them and also continue bringing about new characters yes. is beyond impressive. Like, Forky, such a great character. Oh, my God. We love him now. Like, like he has been marketed and advertised all over the place. So, I went into this movie not liking Forky. Yeah. Just because he seemed, like, kind of corny. And dude, all right, so not yeah. So the whole trash thing, or like his his whole like it got kind of weird, like with his whole suicide thing. I mean, like he was just basically like I mean like kamikazing himself, um, but was hysterical. Was super funny. So funny. The um, key and peel ducky. Oh, and, I forgot about them. I love them. Yeah, they were flawless.
1: The ducky and bunny. Yes. The, oh my god.
0: Um, Plush rush hilarious so funny literally hilarious we were rolling it was so funny yeah yeah um um keanu reeves was um boom kaboom duke kaboom duke kaboom um i thought his character should have had like more shine that i thought that he could have been funny very minor character Um, but but he wasn't as funny as uh, he could have been i am so i have heard that toy that there will be a toy story 5 what in the literal world that they are making more so my question to you is... Is it just going to go on forever? Do you think that Buzz now takes over this series? <gasps> Does Buzz become the leader? Was this Woody's like last goodbye? Is that why they spent so much time with Woody in this one and ignored the other ones? Because now they're going to have a new leader. Or maybe Jesse becomes that leader.
1: Okay, yeah. He gave her the sheriff badge. Oh, he
0: did. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The legacy continues on. He passes
0: it on. Yeah.
1: I think I think it could be Jesse.
0: Okay, Um, but yeah, it it was weird. Like the characters that we have known since episode one, or like since story one, with Rex um, and Mister Potato Head and and like Slinky Dog, they hardly didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. So um, it, but it was a great movie. Oh,
1: one part also that really got us in the feels. Yes
0: bonnie going off to kindergarten oh my goodness gracious could not handle it oh my gosh i know it's like theo's seven months old right now or Rivers almost of tears. Seven. Oh no no Rivers don't even tears. want to think about that i mean i'm very a- excited for him to like say say real words and yeah um for him to like think that he's being funny that's gonna be um, so fun but oh boy can't can't handle it all right that's our marriage moment we just talked about Toy Story we 4. Sort, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our <laughs> movie review. I kind of wanted to do, like, a whole episode on, or do, like, this have be, like, a, like, episode, but I got too many other ideas, so. This was good. This I don't think we could do an movie. entire episode. Oh, trust me, Zara. I could. What in the world? But that's this was I love Toy Story that much. This was enough. All right. Now it's time for Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. All right, Zara, do you have any heroes for this week?
1: I do. It's like a super random one because this isn't a new show, but I think they're in season three or maybe season four. But it is a show that's new to me that my mom actually introduced to me. It comes on TLC. You know how I like like random reality TV shows sometimes. Sometimes you just need something different. And I was kind of – I uh, So You Think You Can Dance is on, and I do love that show, but – it only comes on once a week, and I need something to binge and fill the rest of my time with. So I got turned on to this show called Out Daughtered, and it's a reality TV show about a couple from the Houston, Texas area. They're from League City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Michael is um, amazed and familiar with the area that they're living in Facts. and talking about. Yes. And I like it because they're from Texas, which I think is cool. But it's a couple, and they have one daughter. And then they tried to get pregnant again and got pregnant with quintuplets and they're all girls. So they have six daughters and the babies are like a year old. So definitely older than Theo, but I just like watching it and kind of I can, you know, commiserate with her like not on the same level because definitely I only have not
0: on the same level. I only have
1: one baby but I just like watching like the chaos and mayhem that is her life as a reality tv show so I'm definitely enjoying it that's what I'm into right
0: now okay um I am into so we did the free week of HBO for Game of Thrones yes all right and then I honestly have just kept like continuing it and um so kind of like watching some hbo shows that i've never watched before one we are using it to watch big little lies season two it's pretty good we've now finished the third episode i would say the acting impressive
1: meryl streep very good
0: meryl streep creepy i, I weird character and and i love it i am confused on why there is a second season like the story itself kind of meh yeah. murky muddy yeah did we need more yeah it it had been wrapped up, but but we get it. We get more. That is very true. Um, I have started watching True Detective season one. It has Matthew McConaughey, and it has um, gosh dang it. All right, um, dude, who's in all of these movies now? Oh, I've Woody Harrelson. Oh dude, yeah, great memory, Michael. Great job. Good job. So, um, watching that great show. Um, is
1: this like one that is current? Has more
0: seasons, or no. you're just all right. so see. True Detective Season 3 mm-hmm. just came out, and, and it had the Mahershala... Okay. All, Ollie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that dude. So Season 3 was great, supposedly. Season 2 was meant, and I've just been told, like, skip it. And Season 1... Can like, you really just so skip in a whole season? I think True Detective might be, like, one of Isaac's favorite shows ever. So, like, oh. so he has, like, talked to me about it before. Um, yeah, so I feel like I've heard people I, so mention like, it. Watching that. Um, Zendaya... Our girl has a show called Euphoria. It's really over the top. I'm not sure how comfortable I am. This is like not safe for anybody's mom. Um, Probably not myself either. And I might just stop watching it. But it's very interesting because it talks about Zendaya is, is this high school girl who struggles with anxiety and depression and does drugs. And as a high school youth pastor who deals with kids in this topic a lot, I feel like I want to watch it. Um, but it's also kind of heavy, and I'm not sure if I need to watch it. Creepy. Um, yes. So those are those are my heroes. Okay. All right. Um, do you have any zeros? Hmm. If you don't, I have some pop culture questions for you. Oh, okay. Because well, I currently don't have any zeros. Okay, well, let's but, go to that. But I j- just want to see what you think about these potential zeros <laughs> or heroes, maybe. All right. Melissa McCarthy is... Being rumored to be playing Ursula in the new Ursula um, live-action r- remake.
1: What in the world? But it's
0: centered on Ursula. Yeah, so like the Maleficent movies. Yes, or like the 101 Dalmatians, which this is confirmed that, that, that Emma Stone will be playing Cruella Deville.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: So, one, what are your thoughts just on Melissa McCarthy as Ursula? I hope
1: she doesn't make her too funny. We know Melissa McCarthy is, like, the funny lady. And Ursula, to me, she's not really funny. She's, like, straight up devil horn scary. Like, she's, like, terrifying. Like, as a kid, really scary. So, I think she has the potential to do a
0: good job. But I just hope she's not making it too funny. Um. Yes. So she was in that um that typewriter movie where like she was the the author. I wanted to see that that was a that was an Indian movie, but it was like got really great reviews. And she was serious. She is in another movie that is about to come out, or like will be soon, with her and some other women that are they are like the wives of like mafia people. And that it looks really serious and she's not like a like comedy actress in like in this one. OK, so, so she's like stretching so herself. I she's like trying she different like, stuff. Yes. Yes. So I think that she is like making it a point to um, get out of solely just like. Yes. Funny
1: acting. OK. Hmm.
0: All right. And then so one Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas. Yes. Did, did you know that they w- were married?
1: Um, I did only because I
0: think Barbara and Isaac told us that our friends when we were
1: watching, um, Game of Thrones.
0: Okay. Well, they just, um, did their second wedding ceremony.
1: Why did they need to?
0: Because they did it in Las Vegas back in May and, and now they're doing it again for everybody. So what are your thoughts on two marriage ceremonies?
1: Um, I mean, they're rich, so I guess they can afford it and it doesn't matter. I guess if they did, like, a small one in Las Vegas, like, just with themselves or a few people, I don't know why they couldn't just, I guess they just felt like they couldn't wait, you know? I'm Like, why did they feel the need to do Las Vegas? I I can see why they wanted to have, like, a bigger one where they have, like, a big celebration with all their friends and family. I don't know. They're celebrities. They can do what they want. It doesn't matter.
0: Okay. Sure. Boom. Um. Spider-Man, the third one, um, Far Far From Home with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal comes out this Tuesday. What are your feelings on that?
1: Hmm. I'm excited. I mean, I I like. Okay, I like Spider-Man. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal as a villain—that's where I wasn't like fully sold. But I think you seem to think that he'll do a good job.
0: Sure. Yes, I am hoping so. With. Everything within me. Uh, Lion King comes out July 19th. So in like three weeks. That's like so soon. What are your thoughts on the Lion King remake?
1: I still feel like I haven't seen enough trailers of it. Like I've seen some. But from what I've seen, it just reminds me of Jungle Book. And we both really liked Jungle Book.
0: We did, yes.
1: Celebrating
0: animals.
1: And I think that this will be a really good job. And I'm hoping Beyonce's voice sounds good. I don't know why it wouldn't.
0: Yeah. I feel pretty confident in, in that.
1: I feel pretty good about it.
0: And then I guess it's Frozen 2 is the next one after Lion King.
1: They showed. Yeah, we got more. We got the trailer of that before um, Toy Story, which we did not get as short, which was weird.
0: Yes. But we did get yeah that full extended trailer. Yes. All right. Well, that's all that we got. Wait, I have some
1: more, too. Oh,
0: bring it. Sure. It's like
1: some news things. Yeah, sort of um this summer hercules is being turned into a stage adaptation in new york yes as part of shakespeare in the park and so it's like free theater what do you think about that
0: wait so not in dallas no dang it it's just
1: in new york
0: hey i me and you are well on the record you more so than i that hercules needs a comeback yes um not in like the live action way but in the animated way what if it was live action? That would be so interesting. So, like, The Rock was in a Hercules, which, like, it was, like, a... It it, it was, like, a mythical, not Disney way. Hmm. Um, so, it was more serious and dark and gritty. And I just wasn't, like, about it. Okay. I think it's hard making it in in uh, live action. But I do have a Hercules shirt, and I wear it, I don't know, every, every other week. It, it It's in my often-wearing shirts, and I get multiple comments on it every time, like from strangers. Because hmm. I think people love Hercules. It's very underrated and, and people want more of it in pop culture.
1: I mean, I for sure do. So also, one more thing, the new Disney Pixar um,
0: commercial that we saw before, Toy Story 4, called Onward. What did Yo, you think? Oh boy. Thoughts? Oh boy. Um, That is the one that has Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, right? Mm-hmm. That's the only reason that I am... About it right now um, I, 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 Because it's Pixar I'm giving it all of the trust I am confused It's basically like they took Monsters Inc But mixed it with humans And I'm interested But it has two of like the most iconic Movie stars out right now
1: It's like a weird medieval twist I mean it does look different than some other Things you've seen It reminds me like a smidgen of trolls I don't know why also there's another trolls there movie There is another trolls out.
0: movie why I don't know
1: because it was so popular. Nine. People okay, loved it. Fine, fine, fine. Justin Timberlake? Come yeah, on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anna Kendrick? Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know about Onward. I'm still, jury's still out. I'm still giving it hope. All right. That it? I think that's it. All right. Well, let us know what y'all think about Enneagrams or our takes on pop culture stuff. Anything else? Any Follow us and ideas? on Instagram. Check out MarriedWithMouseHairs.com. All right. Bye. And Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crypt cap and hook, and any evil that embarks. If baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life.